Welcome to Shooting the Frisbees with your hosts, Jake and Randy, discussing all things freestyle frisbee and whatever else that comes up. Welcome to Shooting the Frisbees with Jake and Randy. Hey, Jake, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you, Randy? I'm doing fabulous, and I am super excited because this episode is going to be the City vs. City 2020 Reveal and Draw Show. Yeah! I'm so excited! We uh, have all the eight cities uh, committed and now we just have to pair them up and get the draw. We are going to have eight cities over the course of the year, with the first four battles happening when, Jake? They will be happening at the beginning of the year, so we're going to do one a month, January, February, March, and April. And then the winners of all those battles will get to move on into the semifinals, which will be happening later in the year, September and October. And then the finals will be in November. So we're spreading it out across the entire year. Try to make the workload a little bit easier, but also to keep people engaged throughout the year. We also are going to be uh, implementing a new scoring system for this year. Last year, we just had a point for each uh, battle, which was five one versus one battles and then pairs and co-op. So you could get a total of seven points. We've decided to change it this year to still have one point for each one versus one battle, but we're going to award two points for pairs and three points for co-op this year for a total of 10 points. And if there happens to be a tie at 10 points, there will be a sudden sudden death battle, uh, one versus one, to determine the winner. And we felt like that was a little bit more equitable since the pairs and the co-op we, we thought should have more value. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you have two people in pairs and three people in co-ops, so we're really awarding one point per person. But the other thing that we're changing in this one is instead of doing co-op and pairs first, we're doing those last. And uh, we're hoping that this will extend the excitement. So with the, the old way that we were doing it, it was possible that a team could win the first four things, pairs, co-op, two 1v1s, and essentially have won before we saw three of the players compete. So you won right in the middle. This way, uh, it's very likely that we'll get all the way to the end before we know who won. And even if we don't, the worst case scenario is we don't have to do co-op. So we won't know until after pairs for sure. Uh, we also have our announcers set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're going to try to keep the same announcers throughout the entire season. Um, you never know, people's schedules might change and so things could happen, but our goal is to keep the same announcers so that we have uh, things running really smoothly and you get to know the announcers as well as the players. And uh, I think that's going to improve our show a lot. And I'm super excited about these two people because they, they were announcing together at FPA Worlds and they did a tremendous job. Uh, the first one is Skippy Jammer, who's a Hall of Famer, and, um, and then the other one is Lori Daniels. So together they make a great team. One thing that I love about that also is that it'll 
free up you and me to kind of be on the back end and kind of keep an eye on all the technical stuff and uh, have that be a much smoother experience. Because I know you were doing some announcing last year and that kind of trying to multitask all of that stuff was really quite a challenge. So I'm hoping it'll make it a lot easier, especially for you on the back end. Yeah, totally. It'll be an interesting in the beginning. It'll be an interesting dance to uh, have the announcers kind of run the pace of the show with me in the background. But you know, I'm a perfectionist, and I remember there were a few times when I put up the wrong screen or forgot to stop the music, and it's just so much going on. This will make it way easier to not make those mistakes. So. Also, we uh, have our Hall of Fame judges set. The three Hall of Fame judges that we have for this year are all freshly inducted, and it will be Larry Imperiali, Steve Hubbard, and Bill Wright. I love that we're picking Hall of Fame members to be the judges because you know that they have – uh, deep history and deep passion for this sport. So they, they know what is good freestyle. And so that's, that's one of the interesting things that I like that I like what we do here is we don't really give the judges a lot of criteria. We just say, use your expertise as a Hall of Famer and choose a winner. And it's such an easy choice. You see two competitions, you pick one. So you don't have to give it a number. You just this one or that one. Of course, I say it's easy. Uh, we've seen times when the judges are deliberating for couple minutes before they can pick one so <laughs> yeah well that was certainly the case in the finals of uh, new york city and berlin last year they were like down to that last one and i'm in the room with them and i can see them you know going back and forth and they really struggled but uh you know like you say they're hall of famers they know the game they know the sport totally and so now we're at the point where we get to reveal the teams and draw the matches I love it. So, Jake, drum roll, please, for the first match. Okay, I'm drawing from the City vs. City 2020 hat. And the first names that come out, Medellin versus Toronto. <laughs> and that will be happening on January 25th. Medellin, who was in our competition last year and really showed some great skills, especially in the uh, the co-op and the pairs. They put a lot of planning into their to their routines. And, um, you know, last year they were really new. People didn't know what to expect and they impressed a lot of people. So I, I think they're going to be coming in strong this year. I do too. And they almost knocked off New York City last year if it wasn't just for a 1v1 that they didn't quite control, you know. They're they're certainly going to be a force to be reckoned with. And uh, Toronto, they're a new city and we don't really know what to kind of expect from them, but we do know that they have a lot of veteran experience with competing and, you know, a lot of crust there. So Crust never sleeps, as they say, and uh, it will be it will be a very interesting battle on January 25th. So let's draw and reveal the next teams. Drum roll, drum roll, drum roll, drum roll, drum roll, Jake. (laughs) On February 29th, we have Rome versus Bologna. An Italy battle off. That is going to be crazy. Um, Obviously, Bologna is very familiar with this format. They won the very first city versus city against Seattle. They were in last year's battle against our eventual champions, Berlin, and, you know, played great. And I think the new scoring is going to really benefit them because they're really experienced at putting together routines. And so the extra points for pairs and co-op, I think, are going to bode well for them. And Rome... Yeah, Rome. I mean, there are so many great players in Rome. Yeah, I see. I mean, Rome has so many players. It's going to be 
interesting and fascinating to see who the five players are to be on that team because they've got 40 plus players down there to choose from so that's quite a roster to pick from well yeah Yeah. and that's that's a good point that we haven't really talked about so we're asking the cities to bring five players and they're picking their five players at the beginning of the year so they will not be changing the five so we don't yet know who they're going to choose but we should know before the first battle and then those are the five that we'll see throughout the rest of the competition all right. Well, cool. So we have our first two battles, Medellin versus Toronto in January, Rome versus Bologna in February. And so now we get to draw from the City versus City 2020 hat, the teams for March. Drum roll, please. And the first city to be drawn out of the hat is New York City. And they will be battling against Roveretto, Italy. Wow. God, that's going to be a really fun one. That's that's one that you could expect to see in the finals even. So New York last year made it to the finals, but couldn't quite uh, top Berlin. But they're always really exciting to watch, so they could do well. But then with Roveretto, you know, we've never seen them in this format before. Yeah, we know we know what lives in Roveretto, so we know that they're going to be bringing uh, some solid play. They're new to it, so we don't really know what to expect. I know that they're excited to be participating. And so now we reveal the last two cities to fill out the eight cities. Drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. <laughs> Yes, so we don't really have to draw these because they're the last two, but first city up is Berlin, who were the winners last year. So they are currently holding the title of Haynesville, and then they will be battling against Warsaw, who is a completely new team. Yeah, Warsaw is going to be very interesting as well. We don't really know what they're going to bring to the table, but we certainly know what Berlin can bring to the table and as you say they're our current champs and they own the key to the city of Haynesville right now so can Warsaw take that key from them I don't know you know we'll have to wait and see they've got some strong players but Berlin is going to be formidable once again yeah definitely Berlin they they have some of the best players in the world they're all young and hungry and athletic it's going to be so fascinating to see how this all unfolds yes it's going to be fun you know, we're taking four teams that were there last year and four brand new teams. So we're going to see a bunch of stuff that we've never seen before. It's just going to be, it's just going to be a great, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Who's going to win the crown of Haynesville and have the key to the city. We're going to find out starting January 25th with the first battle of Medellin versus Toronto. Yeah, definitely. So I would love to hear other people's thoughts about this. Like, who do you think is the strongest team and why? Why do you think this is the strongest team? It'll be really interesting discussions to, to hear people's opinions. Yeah. And on that note, Jake, I'll talk to you next time. <laughs> talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to Shooting the Frisbees with Jake and Randy. To contact us or for more info, check us out at frisbeeguru.com. Home to Haynesville, Shooting the Frisbees, and live streaming freestyle frisbee.